You are listening to the Recruiting Hawks podcast with myself, Mason Choate, and Alex Trader, recruiting analyst over at hogbeat.com. Uh, this is a podcast part of the Hogbeat podcast network, so go check it out wherever you get your podcast. Just type in Hogbeat pods and you'll find it there. You can find the Recruiting Hogs podcast, the Diamond Hogs podcast, a couple more in store for you come football season and basketball season, if that gives you any idea of what they would be about. And uh, of course, during baseball season, we have the Diamond Hawks podcast with myself and Robert Stewart. Um, today, we uh, we weren't planning on doing this episode, Alex, so soon compared because we just put our first episode out on Monday, but Arkansas <laughs> landed two commitments between then and now. So we're recording this because we kind of feel like we have to, you know, you don't want to put a whole three or four days between two guys who just committed and those two guys who did commit are Davion Dozier and Brad Spence. Uh, what are your general thoughts on that, Alex? Yeah, what a week for this Arkansas staff. Um, you're able to land two of your top remaining targets in that 2023 class, and both of them are ball players. You look at them, and they're both kind of, you know, freaks of nature in terms of their size. I know Dozier's 6'4", 200, or 185 pounds, and you've got Spence, who's who's right around like 6'2", 230, I believe. And those are big, big guys, and they're going to be able to make some impact in their respective positions. I know um, Spence's film, he's really – you look at him, and he's a versatile linebacker. He's got size. He's got speed. Um, teams were offering him both at uh, that, that edge defensive end spot and linebacker. Arkansas is bringing him in as a linebacker, but he's able to get after the quarterback as well as, you know, being a tackling machine. Stops the run very, very well had 72 tackles, um, 11 of which were for a loss last year, including, you know, a sack and a half and six pass breakups. So really impressive stats from him last season. And then you've also got Davion Dozier coming in uh, out of Moody, Alabama, who committed yesterday. Watch this kid's film. I, I put out a uh, rapid reaction to it, a hogbeat reaction to it. Go watch this kid's film and you're going to see um, kind of what he's going to be able to bring to the table. He's a huge receiver. He's fast. He's got wheels. Um, and the staff is even uh, in a story that he did with um, Rivals National Analyst Sean Williams. He said that the staff told him that he reminds them of Traylon Burks. So I think I talked about that last week, but that's kind of what uh, what the staff is expecting to get in this. And the tall receiver that's able to move um, and be athletic and really get himself open and, and find a way to come down with the ball. So huge, huge commitments for the staff this week. And you mentioned Brad Spence. We're going to have him on the podcast later on. We chatted with him for a little bit. He, he talked about Fayetteville, what drew him in, uh, the, the Texas pipeline. So we'll get into all that with Brad Spence later on on this episode. Uh, the goal is to talk to Davion Dozier next week. We're in contact with him. Hopefully we can make that happen. I don't think it should be an issue. Um, but I want to ask you about Dozier. You mentioned that the staff said that he reminds them of Traylon Burks. When I look at his measurables and watch some of his tape, I – my first thought, as far as, you know, recent guys go, um, Trey Knox, just the size. And I feel like, you know, he's got the height. If he comes in, puts on like 20 pounds, I feel like he could be a Trey Knox type guy. Now we know that Knox has since converted to a tight end. He's a, a very, very large individual now. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you watched a whole lot of Trey Knox high school tape or a whole lot of Trey Knox at Arkansas so far, Alex. But can you kind of see that? Yeah, I mean, he's got that size and, you know, he's certainly got the frame for if he's able to put on that weight to move over to that tight end position. But 
with what you've got in that receiver room right now, and especially with what you're bringing in at that tight end position, you're not really going to need someone to convert like that. I think this is more of just a vertical threat for the staff. And I mean, heck, if you can have someone that was able to do what Trey Knox did in his freshman season and carry that on throughout a couple of years, you're more than happy to take that if you're Kenny Guyton in this offense. Yeah, I think that's kind of more what I was talking about. I, I wasn't expecting Dozier to convert to a tight end, but um, I think that he could kind of like you said, I mean, he I feel like he could easily be a red zone threat. And that's just solely based off of his height. And, you know, some people were talking about on our message board, the trough over at hogby.com. If you subscribe, you can get on the message board. I mean, a lot of great information that provides us with information that we might not know already. And you can get that yourself as well if you subscribe. But some people were saying, you know, his route running isn't amazing yet. But if he can just be that guy, kind of like Traylon Burks, who, I mean, let's just say it, Traylon Burks was not drafted because he's a great route runner. And so if he can be that guy that can just, you know, go up and win one-on-ones like Traylon Burks did, then yeah, he can be a great wide receiver. You agree? Yeah, you know, you can't teach, uh, you can teach route running, you can't teach speed, you can't teach uh, being six foot four. So both of those are pretty important measurables that you're going to, you're going to definitely take if you're a staff and then hope that you can teach the, uh, the, the former. So if you look at Dozier, though, he's a, a 5.63 star according to rivals. Now, we both know, and a lot of people know that the rivals ranking system is flawed to say the least um and you know we're saying that as people who work for rivals so um do you see some of these guys in this 23 class which arkansas now has 23 commitments in um do you see some of these guys getting a rankings boost from rivals because i feel like there's a lot of guys in this class you know the first guy i think of is malachi singleton who's a 5.73 star just competed at the elite 11 like this guy has to get a boost and i feel like some of the other guys who are probably three stars or maybe low four stars or something like that might get a boost as well. Yeah, I think Malachi is the clear one that's that's severely underrated. Uh, he was just named as one of the elite 11 quarterbacks in this country. So if you're looking at it in terms of that, that's at least four-star uh, four material there. And then you've also got um, guys, I think Shamar Easter is underrated as well, despite him being a Rivals 250 player. He, he looks like Calvin Johnson on his highlights. He looks like Megatron. He goes out there and just makes everyone else look small, has the speed to be able to run with anybody. Um, he is one I wouldn't be surprised to see used more as a receiver than a tight end at times with the three that Arkansas is bringing in. Um, I think on the defensive side of things, you've got guys like Brad Spence who potentially could bump up. It really all depends on you know what camps these kids are going to and, and how they're able to show out in their senior season. Um, if you're able to go out there and dominate, then it's hard not to see a ratings boost. But at the end of the day, ratings really don't matter. It's nice for fans and it's nice for us to talk about. Um, and it's good for, I guess, first the first tier of offers to come through. But if you can play, you can play. And that's going to translate to the college level, level uh, better than a three or a four star will. Yeah, another guy, before we move on, I want to ask you about was Isaiah Augustave. I, 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 we've heard it different ways, but um, I, I've seen he was in the news. I don't know if you saw it, but, I mean, it seems like he's, you know, bumping his name up a little bit too. He's the only running back commit in this class, which makes sense because they're, I mean, like right now they're loaded at running back. They've got a ton of guys who are going to, who are young and they're going to be there for a while. They're on the roster right now. Um, which makes sense why they only have one guy committed in this class, but it seems like he could end up being a great commit. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like Jimmy Smith got his guy. Like you said, uh, he's really starting to make some headway. Only a 5.6 when he committed to Arkansas, still only a 5.6. But he's someone that is able to, you know, he's kind of shifty with the ball. He, he runs pretty well. Um, it, it's going to be, like you said, the running back room is loaded. No matter what you get in this class, you're probably going to be pretty happy with your running backs over the next couple of years. And you've got a stud running back in Braylon Russell coming in uh, in that 2024 class. So it, it really is just finding someone that fits what you want to do as an offense. And I think, I think the staff got their guy. So as of now, 2023, they have 23 commits. Um, you have a, a future cast in for uh, Vice and Lang offensive tackle. Um, we've heard, and I, I've talked with you, we feel like that might be the final commit in the 2023 class. They'll move on to 24. Um, of course, that they'll probably bring in some transfers and there'll be guys that are tr- going to transfer out. But we feel like it, it, Lang is the last guy. If he does commit to Arkansas, he's probably their last guy in the 23 class. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've got. Um, you're not going to turn down a guy like Marcus Steele, I don't think, but I, I don't think the staff feels like they're in the lead for him. So uh, that kind of comes in where you've got to kind of allocate your resources a little bit. Being able to wrap up a class this early uh, before you get through the end of July, well, I guess uh, whenever Lang would commit, but you've you've essentially got your all your targets on the board and ready to go by the time you get through July. Um, if you're able to land Lang, perfect. If not, you've already got a huge head start over a lot of schools on that 2024 class. And being an SEC team, it's not like you're trying to, to recruit to a group of five program. You're, you're able to bring in that top talent. Um, and if you're able to, to have another solid season like you did last year, it'll be really interesting to see what this staff can do. So last thing here before we get to, to Brad Spence, I want to ask you, Alex, if you're just looking at this 23 class, uh, what do you, I mean, what is the the strong part of this class? You, you look at it and you're like, they they did a great job of hitting this position. And then is there a spot where you're like, I feel like they probably could have done better here. I, I, I guess I look at it and I feel like, you know, with the way the defensive line looks currently, the roster currently, I feel like they could have gone out and maybe gotten some more defensive linemen, some, some bigger commits on the D line, but I, I don't know if that's something that you feel like they should have done. Cause I mean, you, you, you're covering recruiting more heavily than I am. So curious what you think. Yeah, I like, I like what the staff's got on the defensive line. I think certainly if you can bring in a guy like Marcus Steele, that's a, that's a big boost to a program, but really all around, I, I like what this class has to offer. You have some solid linebackers, uh, two solid receivers now in Micah Tease and Davion Dozier. We talked about Malachi Singleton and uh, Isaiah Augustave. You've got a, you've got five or six solid defensive backs that you're going to be able to run with going over for, through the next couple of years. Um, and then I, I really think the shining star in this class is the tight end group. You've got Shamar Easter, you've got Luke Hayes, and you've got uh, you've got Jaden Ham, who are all really three solid high-rated tight ends who who can all play and um this offense you know Arkansas has been dubbed tight end you by a couple of people with uh, with uh, Hunter Henry and then um some of the other guys that have come through over the last couple of years so it's going to be interesting to see and you've got Dal Loggins who, who is a very good coach and is going to get these guys ready to go um I'm very interested to see what the scheme is going to look like with a, a three tight end group like this all right um, I think that that's going to be it for us here on 
you know, the, the update. I guess I should talk about baseball, too. I, I, I forget because I feel like this is more of a, a football thing because football recruiting is king, but we also – it's the Recruiting Hogs podcast. we got to hit everything. Um, Arkansas did land a commitment from o- former Oklahoma catcher uh, Hudson Polk. Um, I, I just look at this guy. He didn't have a whole lot of at-bats. I'm pretty sure he had just 16 at-bats during his time at Oklahoma. Played – appeared in 22 games. Or No, here we go. Here, I, I'm reading through my own story. He had 22 at-bats, 16 at-bats last season. Um, not a guy that has a whole lot of stuff on paper, um, so we don't really know exactly what he's going to look like as far as, you know, looking at the stats, seeing what his sample size was at Oklahoma. Um, I don't think that they brought this guy in to be a starter. Um, Dave Van Horn mentioned um, they want two-and-a-half catchers the half being a guy who is a, a catcher slash another position. He mentioned specifically a catcher slash outfielder. Um, even more specifically, he mentioned a right fielder. So for those who want to dig on there, we have a guy on the board, Riley. Um, he likes to dig into all that stuff. Riley, if you're listening, then uh, maybe you could dig and find out the guy that played specifically right field um, and catcher as well. But um, I, the way I look at it is they have, they have Parker Rowland, and they have Hudson Polk at catcher, which is the position that people say this is the position that Arkansas really needs to target right now. And uh, you got to think there's another guy coming. There has to be a big splash guy. If not, then the staff, Dave Van Horn, Nate Thompson, they see something in these two guys that I guess myself and others do not see. I mean, Roland was a guy that mashed last season at the plate, but it was against lesser competition. I don't really think he can be an SEC catcher. I would love it if he proved me wrong, but and same for Polk. So um, that that's the that's what's going on on the baseball front. And uh, I, I think at, at, at the very least, and I mentioned this on the board, like they have another body at catcher now, which is huge. They had, I mean, you need depth. So it's, it's good for the team to have a guy that, you know, really he can just be another guy to get there and catch some balls. He can be a bullpen type catcher if he needs to be. And, heck, who knows? He could end up being the starting catcher for Arkansas next year. I have no clue. But, uh, um, Alex, you want to plug some stuff that you have coming up, and then we'll get to Brad Spence? Yeah, so uh, later this afternoon we'll be releasing our new and updated uh, hog board, which is the 2023 football recruiting big board. Um, We'll have the offense coming out today and then the uh, defense hopefully coming out early next week or maybe even this weekend, depending on – how much free time I've got. Uh, and then also we are doing the town hall on the board right now. So if you're listening to this t- uh, Thursday night, when it drops, go ahead over, subscribe to Hogbeat. Um, you can join in, ask me your recruiting questions and I'll answer them. Uh, or you can wait till next week. We do it every single week, but there'll be a story up on the site tomorrow as well, Friday, um, which has three free preview questions. If you aren't quite ready to pull that trigger on a subscription yet, uh, and then the rest of the full recap for anyone who is one of our premium subscribers. Yeah. And then also, you know, along with Alex's town hall, we're going to start up a town hall with Jackson Collier. You know him as JC Hoops. He's going to have a basketball town hall as well. He's as plugged in as anybody covering Arkansas basketball. I, I'm being 100% when I say that. So you want to have that subscription so you can ask him your Razorback basketball questions. And then as Alex does, he'll turn it into his own premium story. We'll give you a few questions for free, but uh, if you want all of the inside information, you can go to hogbeat.com, and uh, we're doing a lot of great things over there. Excited about the future of Hogbeat, and uh, yeah, Alex, good stuff today. We're going to talk to Brad Spence now, and then I guess we'll have an episode out next week. Hopefully, we'll be talking to Davion Dozier, and uh, 
This is this is the recruiting hogs podcast. This is the stuff you're going to get. This is what people want. This is what we want to give to the people. So uh, we appreciate you listening, and we're excited to keep this series going. Here is Brad Spence. All right, we now welcome on Brad Spence, three-star linebacker out of Klein Forest in Texas, just committed to Arkansas on Tuesday. Brad, just I mean, you woke up as a hog. We're recording on Wednesday. Woke up as a hog today. How does that feel? And it feels great, bro. No better feeling. It's a blessing to be here. So just going into the, the decision to choose Arkansas, um, you know, that, that's a big choice to choose the school that you're going to go play football at. Um, broad question, why Arkansas? What drew you into Arkansas? And I, I just want to be better at football. I mean, Arkansas can provide that for me. You know, I can, can learn a thing or two up there. So I went to Arkansas, and I, I liked what the culture I had going on. I liked what we got to, uh, I got to offer. What do you think about Coach Scherer and, and the scam, uh, the scheme that, that the Arkansas linebackers play with? He, he knows we talked about it. I, I've seen his play call, man. I mean, they get to the ball, so he's doing something right, and I want to be a part of that. And he recruited me well. So it, it seems like since Coach Scherer got here, you know, the Razorback linebackers have been a, a bigger part of the defense. They've been racking up the tackles. Is that something that's attractive to you? I mean, last season they had three guys with 100-plus tackles. Yeah, man, that's that's unbelievable. So I have to get a part of that uh, environment and that uh, that facility. Uh, you talked to the media a little bit about your official visit after you after you took it. Could you dive in a little bit more about what your time in Fayetteville was like and how it helped you, you know, make this decision? Going into Fayetteville, I did not expect it to be like how 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 it was. I mean. When I first got there, it was like the fans were we were out eating, and the fans were like chained my name. It was like what the heck? It was a crazy moment. And uh, uh, my host Jordan Crook, he showed me around. He showed me a lot of a lot of things, man, that I, I never thought it'd be in Fayetteville. So yeah, it was, it was it was unbelievable. So it seems like this this pipeline to Texas that Arkansas has, especially with the linebackers, has has been very successful. What is it about that? I mean, is Arkansas a brand in Texas that, you know, people talk about a lot? Or, you, I mean, you said you didn't expect Fayetteville to be what it was. Yeah, I've never been to Arkansas. And uh, people don't talk about Arkansas like like that. I just never heard of it being like the city how I'm used to being in. So I had to check it out. And uh, it's very different from Texas. Yeah, and speaking of what Texas has to offer for Arkansas uh, for the Arkansas football program, you're now the fifth commit in this class from Texas. Was there any extra pressure from some of those guys, you know, that, that you've played against or that you grew up around? Uh, what, what, like the guys who, who, who committed with me? Yeah, the guys who, like Jalen Braxton, Carson Dean, guys oh, yeah, yeah. in the class with yeah, you. Uh, Dallas Young, they all reached out to me, you know, saying, hey, bro, let's make this happen. Let's make a culture here in Arkansas. So I was like, Let's do it. Yeah, it was, they didn't peer pressure me, man. It was, I, I was on the visit with Jalen Braxton, and uh, he was a good guy, so I, I want to be around guys like that. So it seems like for Arkansas, they've kind of they're kind of trying to get into a more athletic type linebacker. You know, they got a guy in Drew Sanders coming in who's a, a great athlete, a transfer from Alabama. Um, as far as you go, do you see that you can provide Arkansas with a more versatile type guy? Yes, sir. I mean, I see my play style similar to his or even more developed. I mean, I, I think I have a good play style for the Arkansas. My play style fits in that defense.
Yeah, and right yeah. now you're, you're currently rated as a high three-star by rivals. Um, what do you think of that ranking, and what are you looking to do in this upcoming season to kind of prove to people that you should be higher if, if you think, think that's something that should happen? Yeah, I, 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 when I see three-star, it's just like, hey, because some people say four, some people say three. and uh, I'm looking to make plays and make some to stand out other than uh, some other people. So I have to make some plays. So I make more plays to uh, get my rankings up. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing, man. Nobody nobody agrees with the Rivals rankings ever. So, I mean, we work for Rivals, but, I mean, it's it's never completely accurate. Um, but, Brad, I, I want to ask you, you know, this is a question that a lot of, you know, our listeners, Razorback fans want to hear, but when you get to Fayetteville, when you're, when you're wearing that Razorback uniform, what can they expect from you? I, uh, leadership, uh, lead by example, and uh, I'm, I'm – uh, I'm a good guy. I mean, I mean, I mean no trouble. I'm the. <laughs> I love my fans. I mean, it's 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 something you dream of. So, I'm thankful for it. Now that you're in the class, do you have any idea of some names? You know, we've heard it from some of the other guys before of guys that they're kind of targeting next to help join the class. Do you have any names kind of circled that you're gonna you're gonna help try and bring in and, and become the next member of this class? Uh, I don't really know too many guys with Arkansas, for, but uh, I mean, the guys in my hometown, they're, they're all going to Texas or something else. They are uh, looking at Arkansas, but I, I, I don't see, I mean, I don't have any guys. I could, I could just have them on top of my head. All right, Brad, man. We, we appreciate your time. Um, Alex, you got one more? Yeah, I do have one more. So um, your brother, Trent, also picked up an offer from Arkansas on that official visit. Right. How much did it mean to you that the staff, you know, saw him and, and was willing to bring y'all in? Um, he looks like a big kid when you see him, that they're willing to have that early faith in him and uh, potentially bring y'all in as a package deal. And I was happy for him. I, I feel like I played a big role in that. So I was like, I feel good as a big brother and as a, as a leader to him. So as I, I got a guide to the right paths, and that something tells me I'm doing it right. So that tells me that I'm on the right path to getting where he needs to be. There you go, Brad. Hey, man, we appreciate your time. Looking forward to watching you play in a Razorback uniform. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right.